Hey friends, happy Wednesday to you and welcome to today's episode of Enough for Today. We are jumping right into Psalm 36 and yesterday we spent the whole day talking about God's faithfulness, God's great faithfulness. One of the best practices you could ever establish is when you're discouraged or when you're anxious or when you're fearful or when you're looking at a complex situation or carrying a burden, look back and begin to remember all the ways God's been faithful to you, all the trouble he's gotten you out of and in previous seasons of your life. And uh, he just proves himself over and over and over again. So David, after seeing the destruction of sin, verses 1 through 4, he begins to recount the character and the wonderful, abundant heart of God. Thy mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens, and thy faithfulness reacheth unto the clouds. Thy righteousness is like the great mountains. Thy judgments are a great deep. O Lord, thou preservest man and beast. So think with me about the magnitude. David is portraying God as ultimately, comprehensively, massively good. Okay. And he's trying in his own mind and, and for future generations, he's telling us of God's heart of abundance, okay? His mercy is massive. His faithfulness is infinite. It's just sky to sky expansive. His righteousness is epic. It is unattainable in terms of human climbing and achievement and conquering. His righteousness is above all and perfect, which makes him wonderful. His judgments, his sense of right and wrong, his justice, his understanding is, is, is absolutely infinite. And from all of this, out of all of this, out of his mercy and his faithfulness and his righteousness and his judgment, his justice, he preserves man and beast. He feeds us. He cares for us. He takes care of us. His world works. Now, David already profiled the problem of man and the problem of sin in the world. It's a fallen creation. But in its inception, in its creation, and from the heart and mind of God, his plan was abundance. His plan was lavish goodness and lavish grace. Now, this is something I want you to contemplate today, and it's, it's really a remarkable thought, okay? We live in a world of scarcity. At least that's what sin has done, scarcity. I was listening to the report this morning, and you know, you've been listening probably to news reports of inflation and gas prices are going up and, you know, on and on we could go. There's a scarcity mentality on planet Earth. Wars and rumors of wars and fights over ports and cities and borders and nations and, and uh, natural resources of the planet. And where can we find oil and where can we find coal and where can we, I mean, all this. So there's a scarcity mentality. There's the haves and the have-nots. There's the, think about this. I read an article in the Wall Street Journal today that said, the, that housing price, house pricing, home pricing in the U.S. is basically outpacing the middle class. Uh, the American dream is legitimately, um, it, you know, like dying. 
I think in terms of the materialistic side of, you know, the American dream, you, you, you can accomplish and achieve and get educated and buy a, home, buy a home, right? That's the American dream. Um, well, that's, that's disappearing. There, there are the haves and the have-nots. And for those, uh, those in middle class or below, home ownership is becoming exceedingly more difficult. Uh, why? Scarcity mentality. And we live in this world where there is vast wealth that is forever being, you know, being um, monopolized by incredibly power, powerful people. Okay. I'm not against capitalism. I'm just saying there's such an extreme of disparity that ultimately sin has created. Well, the reason I'm, you know, not an economist and I'm not speaking politics here because I know that the man-made systems are broken. Let me just start there. All of them, okay? All of them. So given all of your options in a fallen creation, um, individual responsibility is the best system. Everybody working and and growing and uh, earning, and and that's equ- that's equitable, that's fair, that's right. But remove sin, okay? Remove, um, remove the fallenness, of the creation, go back to God's original idea, and God's original idea was not um, capitalism, and it wasn't socialism, it wasn't uh, poverty for all, it wasn't um, equal distribution for all in terms of scarcity. No, God's plan was abundance for all, abundance of everything for everybody. Okay. It wasn't just enough. It was more than enough and more than enough. We, we read Sunday in church, um, or two Sundays ago, the, uh, uh, from his fullness have all we received grace and grace. Okay. Grace after grace, grace upon grace, uh, grace squared, grace exponential, My point, friend, is God created a, God spoke into being a creation of provision. An unfallen creation would have no scarcity. It would have no lack. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And so we've lost that, right? We've lost that. There's scarcity and we worry about having enough. And so we save and hoard and save and hoard and, and we hedge our bets. I remember meeting a man years ago in Newington and uh, I invited him to church and he put his hand up and he waved me off like, nah. He said, I'm good. I don't, I don't need anything. I worked hard all my life to really secure myself and I'm totally fine. Like, you know, and I, that was before the pandemic. So I just, I've often wished I could go back and find that man and go, are you sure? You sure you don't want to rethink that? Um, we work so hard to secure ourselves. We live with a scarcity mentality and a need mentality, but God's original idea in creation was not a need or scarcity mentality. It was abundance. He built a creation that would have given plenty to everybody all the time. And it would have perpetually, eternally been producing plenty for everybody, plenty for everybody, enough for everybody. Now, we've lost that. 
in its experience on planet Earth right now. So we've, we've got to continue working and navigating these complex days and complex economies and up and down markets and all that. But let me tell you where you reclaim it. You reclaim it as a child of God. You reclaim it through the gospel that the resurrected Christ comes into you to live and, and adopts you into the family of God. And God says, I'm going to be faithful to you. Even on a fallen planet, even in a fallen creation, you can count on my mercy, my faithfulness, my righteousness, my judgments. I'm going to preserve you. That's verse 6. I'm going to preserve you. My friend, we live in a scarcity world, but you belong to an abundance, God. Thanks for joining me today. That is enough for today. Happy Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow.